two, three, four, one, two, three, four, base flat, base flat, base flat. This starts out as a story about how an independent tax observer or tax inspector found the guy from the Silk Road and started the domino process that got him convicted of selling drugs online for cryptocurrency. Oh, so not the Silk Road from uh, like Mesopotamian age China. (laughs) No, I think everybody liked that Silk Road. Do people not like this one? Uh, law enforcement doesn't yeah, yeah. They, they don't like it oh they famous. liked it they liked trying to track that guy down that was fun for them it had uh, to be. Was, hasn't the silk road been a thing for like 10 15 years uh i mean it stopped being a thing when they did it stop being a thing when they arrested him i think so yeah, yeah. i mean there's other i'm sure there's replacements but ross olbrick's been in prison for like 10 almost 10 years now like eight eight plus oh, wow. years or something mm-hmm. like that it's been, so, a, been a minute so what'd you learn? The guy who did find him, uh, eventually the independent tax investigator guy, was just a dude using Google search and has an odd set of habits. Anything that he reads, he reads three times to make sure he retains it. He was a bit of a student of history, and he remembered how they found the Son of Sam killer, which I did not know this was the case, but he was a serial killer in the 70s, I believe. It was the 70s, right? Yeah, 77. Okay. Oh, 77. There we go. We got a lawyer. Why am I guessing? It, it's the coolest thing. The guy who found him, the the cops were throwing all the resources, everything they had at them, like major media events, the serial killer going around. And the guy who finally found him was thinking, you know what? I bet a serial killer wouldn't stop his murder spree to go pay for parking. I should just see if there's any car that was at all the murder scenes that had uh, parking tickets. At every murder scene, there were cars that got parking tickets, but there was one car in particular that had parking tickets that was at all of the murder scenes. And so the cops went to the the guy, the door of the guy who that car was registered to. And when they showed up, he was like, what took you so long? Like, they didn't even have to really interrogate him or anything. He was expecting a visit from the cops eventually. That's awesome. Also, who wouldn't park your car legally if you're about to go commit a crime? I mean, maybe you got to go back and feed the meter or something. I don't know how long these killing sprees were. I don't know, don't know much about the Son of Sam killer. I think it was somewhat rural, wasn't it? No, it was in New York City. Oh, what the hell am I thinking of then? There was the guy who, it was like the dog barking at him that he was crazy and thought it was telling him to kill people or something, right? I think that was the Son of Sam killer. I guess I just pictured New York yeah. City not having yards and dogs, but people have dogs downtown Denver, so. Yeah. Um, okay, dogs so, in apartments yeah, never mind then. Yeah, in New York, there's you can't. You can't stop on the sidewalk without getting a ticket. So, I think, I think, uh, mostly like, so David Berkowitz is the son of Sam. I don't recall like all the details, but I think he is kind of dumb. And the thing is that like a lot of serial killers, even though they seem like these like cunning people who evade the police for a long time are actually pretty stupid. Um, and they only don't get caught because it's just really hard to find somebody who's killing people at random. Yeah. Because most people who commit acts of violence against others, they're doing it against somebody they know. Okay? Yeah. And there's very obvious It's connection. always the ex-boyfriend or ex-husband right. immediately. But, yeah. but when you're just killing people at random, maybe your DNA isn't in a DNA database before because you've never been arrested. It's not like something you... Or 1977 and there's no such thing as a DNA database. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it's, it can be really tough to track these people down, even though they're just not that bright. It's got to be way easier now to get people with DNA. The, the thing that you found was that he found this guy... On purpose, but looking at it from a completely different angle. Yeah, well, um, from a different angle than what all the law enforcement agencies were doing, which were trying like, you know, break crypto or whatever, whatever you try to do with uh, the tools that, you know, are out there on the dark web. Uh, instead, what he did was just like, you know what? There was probably somebody talking about this idea way back in the day before they incepted it. I'm just going to search for 
all the posts about Silk Road on the internet and cert- and uh, order them by date and find the very earliest ones. I'm kind of annoyed that no one did this before. but <laughs> So he searched for silkroad.onion and filtered by date. And the oldest po- post he could find was on a Bitcoin forum for an account called Altoid. That one didn't find him what he needed, but he contacted all forums from around that time period that were associated with the Altoid handle. Almost all of them had fake email addresses uh, associated with the handle, except for one. Ross Ulbricht at gmail.com was associated with one of the oldest Altoid accounts. Shit. And that that was the domino that started the whole rest of the dude and find out it's him. That's interesting. To draw a lesson from this as someone who would want to be a criminal mastermind, it would be like, make up a new internet handle before you start talking about your cool crime idea. However, when you're just in the beginning accepting ideas of it, yeah. like, there's no way at the beginning he was like, I'm going to go do this. It was more yeah. just like, hey, you know. What an interesting thought. Yeah, what a, what a thought this could be. I bet you could do this with crypto. That's wild. And then eventually when you start thinking, maybe someone could do this with crypto. Maybe it could be me that does this with crypto. That's when you like burn everything, start over, but hard to get absolutely everything off the internet. That's wild. Mm. So once they found this guy, um, I, I don't know the details about his, his capture and arrest, but once, once, they, once they knew where to point the laser, they were like, okay, now we can actually find all this evidence to get him. Not just like the fact that he talked about this internet 20 years ago, right? Yeah. All right. Huh. That's interesting. Yeah. So, so what, 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 what is the takeaway from this then, Inyash? Uh, what is the takeaway? I don't know. We leave data spore everywhere we go, maybe. Um, think laterally, attack ideas. So you think laterally. Attack is, problems from a way that is <laughs> not where everyone else would attack them. What? I, I only want to, I only want to keep this going a second longer because think laterally is one of those instructions. Like, if I was, <laughs> right. if, if I was telling you to like walk a tightrope, like put one foot in front of the other and don't fall. Be right? more balanced. Right. Yeah. It's like, okay, how though? How do you win and how do you well, get to date really attractive people? Be higher status. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> well, one, one takeaway, at least for me, because I mean, you said, you talked earlier, we we're doing the episode about, um, uh, the trial that you just witnessed. Uh, you said that you guys went back and forth about extreme indifference for a very long time. And one thing that I have noticed, because I do legal analysis all day, every day, that's my job. I have to take breaks because sometimes I go down rabbit holes and it's sort of like I get this tunnel vision and I think I'm on the right track and I really want to get my work done. And so I'm just going, going, going down this path. And then only when I step away and then try to attack it from a new angle. Sometimes I find the right answer. It was either sitting right in front of my face or it was still hidden, but I wouldn't have found it if I had stayed going down that tunnel. So sometimes it's good to stop what you're doing, get out of that tunnel, look at things from that 50,000 yard or, or a foot view and, and try to hit it from a new perspective. I like it. No, that's, that's well put. Yeah. It's worth zooming out and questioning your, your approach and to bring it back to our favorite subject of AI, uh, this is a great thing that uh, GTP is useful for because it is very creative and out-of-the-box thinky, especially if you prompt it for what are some things most people don't think of. I saw someone say, just ask ChatGDP, what are some things you should talk about with the person you're engaged to before you actually commit to marriage that most people don't think of? And it came up with a list of things that are like really good. Like one of them was... um what do we do if one of our parents starts declining in health and needs to be taken care of? You should talk with your partner about like, well, do they move in with us? Do we move in with them? Do we take them to a nursing home? Got to be on the same page about this because if one person is like, I will never put my mom in a nursing home and the other person is like, I don't want your crazy demented mom pissing all over my carpet, that's an issue for the marriage. It was like a list of 10, 12 of these which are just really good and people should talk about before they get married but I would have not thought of like, all of them, except for maybe one. Right after this, I'm going to grab my phone and do the same thing and see if my wife and I have talked about these things. Cool. That one in particular, in particular, we have talked about in enough detail that I'm satisfied. 
but yeah i'm curious i don't know what the other ones could be because i'm not that good at thinking of random things so yeah uh that's really cool all right well thanks bud